Hello and welcome to Temple Bar Tradfest podcast. I'm Ruth Smith. And I'm Kieran Hanrahan. And we're coming to you from the Oliver St. John Gogarty pub in Temple Bar in Dublin. We're here counting down the weeks to Tradfest 2020. Ruth, it's closer than you know. It's hard to believe 2019 is almost at a close. Well, we've a feast of Trad Without Frontiers for y'all around Temple Bar here in Dublin in January 2020. We're featuring different acts that are going to be playing Tradfest. And this week, we're really delighted to present Alfie. They've joined us here today. How's it going, lads and lady? It's going well. Yeah, we're delighted to be here. Well, Alfie are a trio with uh, Fia Kramik, who plays low whistles and illum pipes and baron and vocals. We've got Alana Thornburg, Thornburg on uh, harp and vocals as well, and Ryan McCauley on five-string banjo and vocals. So we're going to be expecting lots of sweet harmonies in uh, Tradfest in 2020. Oh, yeah. You do the three-part harmony thing and the instruments and stuff like that. Lots of singing. Lots of singing. Lots of playing. A whole lot. And I'm, de- I'm delighted to have you here on Tradfest because um, you were recently nominated as one of the best uh, newcomers in the Folk Awards, uh, RT Radio 1 Folk Awards. How was that for you to, to be recognised on the scene like this, Alana? Well, that, that, it was a great honour um, to be recognised like, when we were there, just being surrounded by all the greats and um, people we would have listened to a lot growing up. Um, it was a huge honour. Great, and we're not going to get you to play live today. There's no instruments I can see. You're here just for the chats today, but we are going to take a song from your brilliant EP, your debut EP. It's called Wolves in the Wood. Where did you get the title? Uh, track Ryan, the yeah, track in the album. Yeah. It's a waltz, an old-timey waltz. Got from Bill Whelan in the Cobblestone old-time session, so it's really obscure. I think it's Betty Vornbrook, but we kind of themed it as like a fairy tale thing. Mm. Because um, the pig theme kept cropping up, so because <laughs> there are three, wolves, there are three yeah. little piggies on the front of the album and, and the yeah. wolf as well. And each song mentions a load of animals and farm. It just became a thing. It's just common, I suppose. Just, albums, yeah, isn't it? played into the theme mm. really. You know, mm. the fairy tale: three pigs and the wolf, mm. and we're the pigs. <laughs> well, <laughs> speaking of fairy tales, we're going to start with bedtime stories. And Fikra, um, you were telling me that this is a song that you learned from your gra- or your father, was it? Uh, I actually learned it from my uncle. We had a few bears one night when I. I was over in Seattle visiting him. He's a recording engineer and he grew up listening to my grandfather who collected music and stuff and he got it from him and I I learned it off the recording of him but uh, it's an American song actually funny enough and Ryan put the banjo to it when we were playing in Spittle Tradfest uh, and then we just started all singing it down the road and it became a, a feature of the album so much a feature of the of the album that we have it as the opening track bedtime stories five miles from town here's Alfie wasn't very big mm-hmm. There was a little pig and he wasn't very big mm-hmm. There was a little pig and he wasn't very big Wasn't too tall and he wasn't very small This little piggy ate too much clover mm-hmm. This little piggy ate too much clover mm-hmm. This little piggy ate too much clover He lay down and died all over Little 
old man didn't know what to do Little old man didn't know what to do So he lay down and he died too Little old woman, she died of grief Little old woman, she died of grief That's the end of your one, two, three The woman and your man and the little piggy
Well, that was the gorgeous sound of Alfie there combining Appalachian, old-time and traditional Irish music, um, which some would contend all started here in Ireland anyway. So, Ryan, tell me, where did you get that uh, tune that followed Bedtime Stories? It's a Clyde Davenport tune, so it's an old-time tune. He would be like a source fiddler. So a lot of the repertoire is kind of was immortalised by these old fiddlers. Um, not as much... A, it's, they've not been collected in the same extent as like in Ireland, but as the dawn of like recording... Um, a lot of these fiddlers would have been recorded in, in like hotel rooms and stuff and this would have been one of Clyde Davenport's tunes it's five miles from town and uh, nowadays it's just become quite popular unearthed somehow and uh, yeah it's just just a nice tune that we found I've been containing myself a little bit here Ryan For and a I'd, change. Be, I'd be lying <laughs> if I didn't say the sweet sound of the banjo of yours didn't grab my attention Firstly, I suppose, what brought you to the banjo? Because in Ireland, we'd expect somebody picking up a banjo that pick up a four-string banjo. Yeah. Slightly different. Explain your route. So uh, it's actually just a five-string banjo was lying in the house. My dad, my dad's a musician as well, and he used to own a shop. So there was just a banjo sitting there, and my brother, um, he actually placed it in my hands because he wanted to do this folky thing. And I was like, oh, I don't know. And uh, he grabbed the banjo, and then... I just I, I really enjoyed it and then when I kind of started researching it myself I realised there was a whole different world of banjo you know a whole world on its own of five string four string and I happened to have the five string form and sought out the music that that might go with it or whatever and, yeah. and, and even within the five string there is more than one world there how would you describe your style then? my style is just like well claw hammer I, I play two different styles but mostly like claw hammer or frailing and um, it's like an old time technique uh, its origins lie from West Africa originally, but it carried through in the plantations in the States. And um, it's just kind of the style that's pretty indicative of old time music. And are there those instruments, are those performers like we would have in Irish traditional music that you would look to who were the kind of pioneers of that style? The, in Irish music? No, in your own style of music. Oh, yeah, yeah there are like, maybe not as. Not as much for banjo, it's more f- fiddle music, like, I'd be more influenced by... Well, maybe. Well, there's one person, actually, Adam Hurst, would be an, an idol of mine for banjo, but there, there's not many that, that grab my kind of attention, because I, I favour really melodic style of claw hammer, as opposed to, like, leaving out notes in a rhythmical thing, because there's different, different mm-hmm. ways you can do it, you know? But Adam Hurst would be a big influence. Okay. That's what I meant mm. when I said that there are worlds within worlds, really, yeah, when it comes yeah. to playing the banjo and the five-string banjo in particular. And the style of music, then, were you drawn? Mm. To, were you ever, were you ever tempted, let's say, to have a look at maybe what Bela Fleck is doing? Is just I could have a bit of that. Yeah, yeah. Well, he would have been the first influence <laughs> I have because I do that. I play that three-finger style mm. as well. Do you know that? That's what that would have been what I started on. And Bela Fleck would have been a good influence, but um, in recent years, old-time music mm. has just grabbed me a lot more. But I, I go back and forth, you know. So I will go back to that again. Yeah. But right now, it's like old-time music, claw hammer, banjo is my. my and thing. you're not the only group or the only group of musicians who are playing that old style and that old-time kind of music. Why is that resurgence happening, or why is it why is it happening in Ireland? I think like now, like there's in the seventies and stuff. You have like these greats in Irish music and stuff, like you know, like Liam O'Flynn or like Donal Lunny or something like that, or whoever, the Bothy band, Planksty, you know, and nowadays, like old time didn't really have that, because at that time, bluegrass had a big resurgence, and trad and bluegrass hit the world stage, if you know what I mean, whereas old time was, was kept in the back burner, because old time gave rise to bluegrass music, you know, but now a lot of people are going back to that, and a lot of greats from old time music, apart from the source fiddlers in the like, 30s and 20s, 
they're like people living right now like Bruce Molesky like, yeah. you know maybe an unfair question to ask you but did you ever come across a group called Hobo Junction no never a fiddle player called uh, Clive Collins he lived in, in East Clare actually but they were the one band that played that type of music around the Dublin scene back in the 70s and the 80s uh, Hobo Junction and uh, B- Bill, Bill Whelan and um, oh, ben, well then, yeah. ben Kyo um, <coughs> sure They've mm. just been holding the session in the cobblestone for like how many years? Like, and it, it's funny how much of it's not played. But then when you go over to America and hear someone playing, it's mm. how similar it is. Like you know, as well, you know, even though they're they're different worlds, like there's certain tunes as well. Like mm. the crossover. Like I know one that comes to head is uh, Miss McLeod, for instance, is one of the first yeah. uh, on an album called Rockville Pike. I can't remember the fiddler's name, but it was one of the first tunes. I was like, what? That's played backwards there now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, it, but I remember like, like that was the first kind of old time I've always heard. It's always yeah. been in my family. Like, I'm not sure my my granddad and my grandmother collected it. Bill Meek and Diane Hamilton, you know. Uh, sure, they went around America and a lot of stuff in the ITMA would be because of my grandmother. That's American, you know. And sure, Bill collected lots of different songs as well as Irish songs, you know. It's funny the way... Ryan picked up the banjo and we're all playing old time now and Alana's dad is from America as well do you know so there's there's ties there's certain ties that we all have too I'm actually which wondering is interesting, uh, do you know? Ruth, not so much how they met but how Alana copes with that style of music on the harp did you have to adjust what you're doing? Yeah I had to really adjust what I was doing because the rhythms are so so different to trad with the melody and also with the bass as well I'm doing both um, so yeah it was a challenge but I think I've kind of got a <laughs> and I suppose to answer Ruth's question, how did you meet? Mess. Like in room and minute. Well, <laughs> yeah. Fierke and I have known each other for years, though, from school, because we're both from Dundalk. Um, but Lana from from Minuth, like college. Well, we didn't go there to college, but we met there we anyway. Ended up in the sitting room. In you? the sitting room, yeah. Both in lawns. We want to hear something else. We're going to play something else from the CD first. Is it Josie O? What's that about? It's an old-timey tune again. It's just a slow one. Um, I think it's uh, Art Stamper. He's a song, it's a song too, but we don't do it as a song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, put the banjo out there in front. I love that. <laughs> Here's Alfie with Josie O.
Gorgeous stuff there from Alfie. We had Josie O from their album Wolves in the Wood. And not your, your common lineup. You've got harp, illum pipes, and banjo, five string banjo. And Alana, if I can go to you, I know you said you had to kind of modify your playing styles for this old timey sound. But uh, what was it that drew you to the harp in the first place as an instrument? Uh, there was, like Ryan, there was always a harp in the house. My mum played the harp and she was yeah over in America and then they brought it over. And I just was drawn to it as a child. And then I started learning at the age of 11 from Gráinne Hamley um, in Mayo so yeah it's just just happened pretty, <laughs> pretty good influences there there's no doubt with Gráinne Hamley did she do any old timey with you? no she didn't <laughs> actually it was all yeah I would have just grown up playing trad but then um, hearing a lot of bluegrass from my dad as well so there, it was always there in the background and just Ackle Harp Festival was on recently as well did you manage to get to that or were you, you busy? Oh, we were actually supposed to play at it um, but it was my brother's wedding at the weekend so we missed it all together but next year we'll be there and, and following on with the instrumental questions, Fiacra, do you come from a long line of pipers? I know you mentioned your grandparents, collectors and, and broadcasters as well, singers. Um, but where do the pipes come into the play? Uh, like, I don't know. There's just a set seven, sitting around seven, the house. Seven years ago. There, there was a set uh, lying around the house. I tried them when I was 14, but I gave them up and played ga for a good few years. And I, I tried them for two weeks. And then when I went to college, like same with Ryan, like we both went to college and we're just like we'd had free tuition and we both demanded what we wanted well 
I did anyway. <laughs> the squeaking wheel gets oiled, doesn't it? Oh yeah, and you get kicked out of your house and etc. And you live a lovely, happy life and have a deadly band. <laughs> and of course, um, the scene in Dublin is very vibrant at the moment. I know you're part of like a, a real upsurgence in folk music here as well. The peers that you've found and met and played with in Dublin must be a really kind of buoyant scene. Yeah, I like I went to, like I've been on and off here for like four or five years now, and like like all my friends are here. Like you know, they moved here from college, and there's other people I've I've met who've inspired me, and I even play with sometimes. Like you know, like I I play upstairs in here sometimes. You know, and there's some great people just like coming through Temple Bar and oh, I'm sure it's the capital, I suppose. You know, so. Yeah, there's there's loads of people around and singers and yeah, I'm I'm influenced by lots of stuff like you know. So. And your your hometown scene, it's Dundalk where you yeah. come from originally. What what's the scene like there for you? Or what did you absorb while you were growing up? Um, I suppose the closest thing I absorbed was the O'Connor family who lived up the road. Um, I'm friends with. I uh, grew up with Finian, who's also a piper. He's the youngest in the O'Connors, uh, or the youngest piper anyway. <laughs> and um, the rest of them are fiddlers. And I'm just trying to think, like, Jim lives up the road, Jim McKillop, Zoe Conway, you know. Um, I'm just trying to think, because I, I, I grew up, like, listening. My father's a blues musician and a songwriter, you know. And he played the pipes when he was very young. And uh, But, it, like, I always heard songs. Like, I always remember songs, like, from my granddad and stuff like that more so. And I'm just trying to think of uh, more instrumental stuff around. Like, um, there's a great... Actually, the reason... I remember the first time I heard the pipes, I was in... Uh, when we were looking at Patrick Cavanagh there. We were in, uh, in a skein, the Patrick Cavanagh Centre, and in a skein, and a, a man called Paddy Martin played the pipes, and... Uh, he used to play with Riverdance and stuff like that, you know, and he's, he's a farmer and sticks to himself and makes pipes up in his house. And he's, he's a lovely and just like one of the sweetest pipers I've, I've ever, ever listened to, like, you know, and there were sessions in the Phoenix in Dundalk on Thursday with uh, a crowd from Mullaban, the Conlon family. And uh, that kind of just kept me playing music. Like, I, I know I went to college and studied it and stuff, but... Uh, we used to have great sessions in there and they did sing all sorts like the band, you know, and like lots of different folk music as well they were influenced by and um, it just hearing Paddy Martin just that's the day I was like, Yeah, I need to get a set of pipes, you know. And then I, I went from there, I suppose. Yeah. And it's it's fascinating to hear you speak about just the, the variety, all of you, the variety in the music that you've been exposed to, you know, at a very young age and growing up in houses where there was all, like you mentioned the blues, old time, Irish, you know, and, and all of these people who you name checked from Dundalk as well. And you're from Dundalk as well, Ryan, is that right? Yeah. So it's 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 wonderful to hear that because I'm very excited by the sound of your music. You know, not only the instrumental lineup, but when you sing together, it's there's power in it. There really is, and it feels like there's there's a real kind of synergy between your understanding of music. It's a lovely meeting point for all of that. I thought you were going to say you're taken by the sound of their accents. <laughs> the way, the way but and it's an interesting one. How do you make that fit into the songs that you sing? Do you, do you change it? Accent wise, well. I mean, I just sing the way, like, uh, my voice is, I suppose. I'm not much of a singer. More more harmony. I suppose Faker... Well, like, I sp- we all know harmony, like, you yeah, know, at yeah. the end of the day, like, it's, like, I mean, you know, it's neither here nor there for that. But, I mean, we talk together all the time. We're friends, you know. We hang out. And uh, s- someone actually asked me the other day, like, you know, I'm not a singing teacher or anything, you know. I just I just shout at the top of my voice and do, do it all right, I suppose. But um, someone asked me, like for a tip on how to sing like the way I do and I was just like well I always write it out you know and I always speak it 
before I actually learn the lyrics, you know, like I, I, I always learn the words first and how to say them because I'm not great with grammar or English or anything. So Being from Dundalk and stuff, you know. So, that's what but, uh, say. so a, a Dundalk accent <laughs> yeah. is the secret to it then, is that's it? That's exactly, no, well, specifically a Belargan county, county lounge. Are, are you county able to understand these two guys when they speak? <laughs> yeah, at this stage, <laughs> I was hard at the start, but you, you, you speak fluent loud now, do you? Oh, yeah, it's <laughs> fluent Dundalk. <laughs> Listen, you're performing at Tradfest, you're playing at live, the Live at the Hub series you're looking forward to that you've, like in two years you seem to have done so much and you'll be performing at that live at the hub at Tradfest uh, an exciting time I presume but are you looking forward to it yourselves definitely yeah yeah. it's been a bit of a blur <laughs> anyway the last two years things have happened very fast but yeah we've been we wanted to do this for a while anyway so yeah, yeah we'll be looking forward to it I s- suppose that we're ready to play some new stuff for people mm. And also some of our old hits that we have, but we're like we're 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 excited, we're excited for the next album, which should be out by next summer. We're fingers crossed. We've been looking at studios and ways of recording and what what we want for the next album, as this one was a tester. Everyone. Yeah, and of course, being part of uh, Live at the Hub, there's a chance that you might get directly to the Milwaukee Irish Fest from there. Yeah, that'd be great. That'd be great. Like we've always wanted to go there as well, yeah. you know. But if like you know, if we won, it'd be class. Of course, you will be following in the footsteps of Kern. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, Kern, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Brandon, he was the teacher. Yeah. Only just did a gig with them. <laughs> we did their launch in the DC club like mm. about two weeks ago. Mm. So, yeah, it'd yeah, be nice for them to to hear our music as well. The Americans, you know, considering, yeah. you know, bringing it back to them. Bringing it back to them. Yeah. Well, maybe you might pick another track, maybe from your EP. Yeah. drink song there <laughs> can you tell us a little bit about where this song came from because I, I thought you'd written it yourselves but not so no every, everyone do. it's an unusual uh, style of Irish song that was written by a man called Mick Fitzgerald I got it I actually got it from a guy uh, called Brian Castley in Dundalk a mandolin player and we were out a few nights and eventually I got the recording do you know the full thing and <laughs> I learnt it just because I people just said I should you know? um, can I ask when it was written I don't know when it was written. Recently enough, I'd say, because there, it feels like... Two years ago, I know that much. And he also re- wrote, wrote a lot of different stuff, like uh, Truppence in the Morning is another song. I was actually in a different band, and they were doing it as, as I was leaving out the door, <laughs> leave the band, and uh, it was a great song. He, he's uh, yeah, he's well-known around the likes of Ballyfermot and, like, you know... Like lots of different places anyway lots of people know him who I know singers you know, so. because the song itself feels like it just has that kind of keen social conscience in it like it, it's a bit of a cutting um, account of the state of the country if you like yeah like it could be today it could be like 10 years ago when the song was written I think it's a timeless ballad like to be honest you could replace one or two words about transport maybe we'll be flying in the air in a few years do you know but apart from Little that hovercrafts like, around, around <laughs> Ballyfermot <laughs> yeah exactly but uh, yeah no I, that's kind of what drew me to it as well I suppose and the guys put me gorgeous music to it as well you know which makes it spooky as well it's a good Halloween number it anyway. a good Halloween number it's one of my favourite ones from Wolves in the Wood this is Alfie with Drink Song Oh in Dublin town we wander round They say we have no cares in the world, sir And we have no jobs to get a few bob Cos half of Dublin city's on the dole, sir 
And you ask me why we always smile And why we always walk in a straight line, sir With our twisted grins and our wagging chins And why we always walk in a straight line, sir Oh well, it's drink, drink The country's on the brink You know a man's life isn't long, sir And the time must pass Won't you fill my glass and paint a bit of Ireland in my song, sir And paint a bit of Ireland in my song We've got market bars for the early jars The cabin heebie-jeebies and the shake, sir We get a bit of sun while the holy air runs Then it's back to the business of the day, sir And the problems of the world we all unfurl And nobody admits to being wrong, sir The government, the buses and the bombs, sir Oh well, it's drink, drink The country's on the brink You know a man's life isn't long, sir And the time must pass Won't you fill my glass And paint a bit of Ireland in my song, sir And paint a bit of Ireland in my song Oh, the Dublin bus is a joke to us In Ballymun they call them UFOs, sir on the dole, sir, and the buses drink whenever they like. When they run, they never run at all, sir. They cough and splutter and they splatter and splutter. They move along, clinging to the wall, sir. Oh, well, it's drink, drink, the country's on the brink. You know a man's life isn't long, sir, and the time must pass. Won't you fill my glass? of Ireland in my song, sir, and paint a bit of Ireland in my song. We've a government that's an ornament, half of them have nothing for a brain, sir. They've an IQ rate of a garden gate, they couldn't run a puddle down the drain, sir. And they wave and smile, and they kiss your child. They promised on the earth and moon and stars, sir When it comes to the crunch You'll find a whole bunch Drinking Bloody Marys in the bar, sir Oh, well, it's drink, drink The country's on the brink You know a man's life isn't long, sir And the time must pass Won't you fill my glass And paint a bit of Ireland in my song, sir And paint a bit of Ireland in my song Oh, here's to them rats, those horrors and them bats To the elephants, leprechauns and spiders To the things that crawl in your kitchen wall And the things that go bump in the night, sir And to conclude, here's a song for you For helping me decorate me table, sir Said, would you ever pay for the takeaway? And help me get along while I'm able, sir Oh, well, it's drink, drink The country's on the brink You know a man's life isn't long, sir And the time must pass Won't you fill my glass And paint a bit of Ireland in my song, sir And paint a bit of Ireland in my song Oh, well, it's drink, drink The country's on the brink You know a man's life isn't long, sir and the time must pass
won't you fill my glass And paint a bit of Ireland in my song, sir And paint a bit of Ireland in my song <laughs> the magical Alfie there with the spooky sounds of the drink song there. And you can catch Alfie playing free at Tradfest as part of our Live at the Hub series. The showcase is downstairs at the old storehouse in Temple Bar on Thursday, the 23rd of January, lads, at 11.40pm, just to be precise about it. You can put that in your diary now, folks. More information of other great acts, of course, playing there in tradfest.ie. Well, not to spook you out, but I'll be right up front and centre. I can't wait to hear you live. That's all we've got time for until next Monday. Our next episode of Temple Bar Tradfest podcast from the Oliver Singin Gogarty. I'm Ruth Smith. And I'm Kieran Hanrahan. Thanks a million. Slán. Walking around, come into the sound. Forget your down, feel the air.